Greetings and welcome to today's Techno Analyst episode. I'm your host, Shirley Singleton, and today we're going to be talking about FTX and the fallout of FTX, the collateral damage, who's getting blown out, who who are the players, who to look for. So quick, so first off, we're going to go over a quick timeline of what happened on Feb, on November the 11th of 2022, FTX uh, declared bankruptcy. On the 12th, they were hacked. Some people think that they weren't actually hacked, but they thought that they were uh you know, that, it, that the funds were seized by the Security Commission of the Bahamas, but that was not the case. Because Chainalysis has done an investigation and they found that the behavior of the, of, of, the, of, the, of, the, of the people, of the bad actors with the wallets is consistent with that of a hack. You know, they sent the money out to other wallets and to... Um, you know, it, it was just consistent of a hack as opposed to it being the assets being seized by the security commissions of the Bahamas. Now, more information has come out about the about this this ongoing uh, about this ongoing issue about this ongoing story, as it were. The players that we're gonna talk about today is Digital Currency Group. And Digital Currency Group is a crypto venture uh, capital firm. And they have over 140 different companies in their portfolio. And some of them are partially or solely owned subsidiaries. And one of those uh, subsidiaries is Genesis Global. And Genesis Global has a capital lending arm that dealt a lot with um, central with, with yield um, with yield investing. So a lot of companies use them for like their yield funds. So as they were forced due to the to, due to the fallout in the markets from the FTX uh, bankruptcy, they were forced to halt withdrawals and suspend origination and redemptions due to uncertainty in the markets following the FTX um, collapse. And they need one billion dollars. They need to raise one billion dollars in order not to, in order not to go bankrupt. Now on. November the 16th, Coindesk, they were invested in by um, Digital Currency Group. They're partially owned by Digital Currency Group. They said Digital Currency Group made a statement saying that they were not going to bail out Global Genesis. 
So they're going to have to raise that $1 billion on their own. This impacts other exchanges, exchanges that we didn't think had exposure to this FTX, you know, debacle, such as Gemini. Gemini is large. Gemini Trust was one of the largest customers of Genesis Global, and they have over $700 million worth of Genesis earn uh, assets that their customers cannot withdraw because of global, uh, because of Genesis Global uh, halting, you know, the, the withdrawal of funds. Their suspension of, you know, basically their entire suspension of their entire capital lending fund. And then we have Grayscale. And Grayscale is um, Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, which is a product that is kind of like an ETF that you can purchase on other exchanges. Well, on brokerage exchanges like Schwab or Fidelity. You can buy shares in the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, which is the single largest holder of Bitcoin, holding over 630,000 Bitcoin. Uh, They have been asked to verify their on-chain assets. And they say, well, no, we can't do that. And they say that we can't do that due to an agreement that they have with their uh, custodial, with their capital custodial, uh, which is Coinbase, which holds all of Grayscale's uh, Bitcoin. So that's unsettling in the markets as well. I mean, if you have, you know, this huge Bitcoin trust you know, the world's largest holder of Bitcoin and people are like, okay, just, you know, prove to us that you got it. And they're like, no, can't do it. You know, we have an agreement with Coinbase that we cannot release our public addresses uh, for security reasons, which is pretty suspicious because, I mean, I, I understand, you know, where they're coming from, but it would it would ease a lot of minds if they were able to just do that. Oh, next on the hit list is Silvergate Bank. Now, I find this one of the more disturbing uh, collateral damage fallout of, of this so far, because Silvergate Bank, if you're not aware of, is basically the crypto bank of the U of for all for pretty much all U.S. Uh, exchanges. And Silvergate Bank only has exchanges as customers. Falcon X, which is a large exchange that has a lot of OTC and institutional investments, investors have said in a letter to their customers on November the 18th, Falcon X stated that out of an abundance of caution for our customers, we will not be using Silvergate uh, for wires effective immediately until further notice. 
out of an abundance of caution. And so why are they, you know, what's their issue with Silvergate? So it's come out that FTX customer deposits have gone straight to the FTX research arm company called Alameda, right? And that they went, that the deposits went into Silvergate, but then they were sent directly to Alameda and not FTX. So uh, according to SBF, this is because when they set up the, the transfers, because Alameda is their research and development for, you know, branch, they set it up with through Alameda and Silvergate first, and they just forgot to transfer the funds over to FTX. And now $8 billion is missing. And that's what Falcon X is concerned about the fallout there. I don't know what will happen if Silvergate goes down. Cause like I said, Silvergate handles pretty much all the U S transactions. So who's going to come in and fill that void? You know, this is going to set back crypto for a quite a bit, you know, that's, that's, that's a pretty big, this, this is, has potential for a lot of, uh, not too great happenings for the crypto industry. But as you can tell, there's a, a, a kind of a, a, a pattern that that's developing that these are all centralized exchanges that we're talking about. We're talking about FTX. We're talking about Gemini. We're talking about Coinbase. We're talking about, I mean, and the whole key of crypto, the whole, one of the, the founding things of crypto is that if you don't own the keys, you don't own the crypto. And I think that's very important for investors of crypto to understand they need to understand the technology behind the assets. They need to understand, you know, the utility of the assets, you know, not just, this isn't like one of the, this is not like going to uh, Charles Schwab and purchasing a stock and just leaving it there and, and going home at the end of the day. When you purchase crypto on these centralized exchanges, as a crypto investor, you should then transfer the, if you're not trading actively trading crypto on ex, on exchange you should move that those assets to your personal wallet that you own the private keys to and i think that's very important for all investors to know and to understand and if we take a look at what charles hoskinson the creator of Cardano and the co-creator of Ethereum has to say about this. He says, crypto didn't fail. People failed. People in positions of trust. At the end of the day, as much as we'd like to believe in principles of cryptocurrency, this had everything to do with people putting their money in centralized exchanges and organizations and trusting centralized businesses to do something on their behalf. And that's, you know, that, that's it at the end of the day. Um, 
as a crypto investor, you know, who I've been investing in crypto for um, quite some years now, I believe in crypto in, the, in the, the, the thoughts and the ideas and the philosophy behind cryptocurrency. I have most of my currency in private wallets. I think that this market correction, this is indeed a deep market con uh, correction. And this goes beyond this. I mean, I've seen crypto winners before, and this is indeed a crypto winter. And we've seen things like corrections before. And I think that this is just a part of growing a healthy ecosystem. I think that over the next three years, two to three years, we'll see the market recover. And I think that it'll be stronger for it. But at this time, you know, I think that the best thing to do is hodl. Looking at my technical analysis, I can see Bitcoin going down as low as, or, you know, finding support at, at 12,500. Um, until then, you know, like I said, you know, caveat emptor, let the buyer beware. But this is definitely a risky market and something that you need to understand fully before investing your money. But I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say about it. And if you find this on YouTube, make sure that you comment, like, and subscribe. But I mean, if you don't even like and subscribe, I'd like to hear what you have to say about this FTX situation. And if you uh, find this uh, podcast on your local podcast um, group, I'll have, leave a link in the descriptions to a community page where if you want to leave a message, you know, to tell us, tell me what you think, you know, I'd, I'd love to hear from you. And I look forward to talking to you in the future and have a great day.